and K245CW, 96.9 Jonesboro, and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Let's go to work, fam! This is the Workday Red Zone on the ticket, 95.3 and 9.70 a.m. K-N-E-A. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. I'll double-check that. All right, hey, friends. How is everybody doing today? Get ready for the doom and gloom and the ice and sleet and the freezing rain and the snow and maybe regular rain. I don't know. I don't know what we're getting into. Uh, I know today it's easy to be in good spirits here because it is a short show. And we'll tell you what is on the docket as we breeze through these 45 minutes on the Workday Red Zone. Thanks for tuning in with us today on the Ticket Radio Network. In addition to the multiple places you can find us on your radio dial, don't forget we stream at 953theticket.com. And on your TuneIn app by searching for our call letters KDA. If you want to shout at us today, again, abbreviated show, but I think we can work you into the conversation. 9303776 is the number to call on the Ritter Communications hotline. You can also interact with us on social media, Facebook.com slash 953 the ticket. And I got a poll question posted for you on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie, or you can search for the hashtag WDRZ. Hey, I'm Kara. I'm joined in studio. For the whole show today by Keith Merritt. <laughs> Who just had his afternoon rearranged. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a lot of moving parts with yeah. uh, both the weather that that has already started. A little bit of rain falling now in, in northeast Arkansas. Seeing some of the gross stuff a little bit west of us as well. Uh, so that's going to be an adventure to follow over the next day or so. But uh, do want to also introduce producer today, Andrew Bowen, helping out. Hey, hey. He gets back from working on the Olympics, and we just immediately throw him into the fire <laughs> to produce for every show. Hey, that's fine. I have to. I came back, and before I did the setup yesterday, I had to reteach myself how to run the board because it had been <laughs> what a month since yeah. I've been gone, and I was like, yeah, I need to, you know. Work out the rust, but we're back, and I'm happy to be back. Just like riding a bicycle, right? Exactly. You know, just got to take the training wheels off. I'm at least 85% sure Northeast Arkansas can hear us right now, so we're all right. <laughs> 85, maybe 86. That's a that's a good percent to be sure. Uh, in terms of what we got going on today, normally on Wednesdays, you know, at about 12:30, we would bring you our a state spotlight, brought to you by our friends at Calmer Solutions. However, today, since we've got a, a really short show, and there's more than just one person I want to talk to, A-State related this week. I thought we would push that back to tomorrow uh, when we're going to have a little bit more time. But uh, in terms of what we will be talking about today, again, I've mentioned several times that it's a short show. The reason for that, of course, is because yesterday's A-State baseball game uh, was postponed. There was some rain, obviously, yesterday, <clears throat> severe storms yesterday morning. Of course, tonight we've got snow again moving in, but whatever. Uh, but uh, they moved that game in Oxford from yesterday at 4 to today at 1. And because pregame coverage is going to start for you right here at, on the ticket at 1245, hence the 45-minute show for us. So that's what we're going to be doing this afternoon. We're going to call it a day early and uh, sled on home and watch and listen to some A-State baseball. Coming up tonight, we've got A-State men's hoops, of course, the final home the final homestand of the Arkansas State men's basketball season tipping off at First National Bank Arena 
Uh, A-State's hosting Coastal Carolina to begin the last week of the regular season tonight. And then uh, looking at what happened when these teams met earlier this year in Conway, it was the Red Wolves coming away with a 73-66 win. 7 o'clock is your tip-off time pregame coverage starting at 6.30 on 107.9 K-Fine. Also in A-State news, it's a real good news, bad news kind of day. We'll throw the bad news at you first. Uh, Big uh, departure uh, possibly for Arkansas State football. Andre Harris, uh, last year's starting left tackle, has entered the transfer portal. Uh, Four-year starter for Arkansas State. He does have that super senior year left, so he's put his name into the portal, and we'll touch more on that later. There is, though, some significantly good news to share with you, and that is the fact that Arkansas State, once again, bringing home not one, but two track and field trophies to Jonesboro as they won the Sunbelt Conference Indoor Championships over the past couple days in Birmingham. Uh, They did it in dominating fashion, which has become the case as of late. And going into the final couple races there, there was absolutely no question whatsoever that both the men and the women would be able to come out on top with a title. So now uh, that is that is four straight sweeps when you're looking at track and field and cross country. So this year's indoor, cross country in the fall, last year's indoor, last year's outdoor. Uh, goodness gracious. The and, only one they haven't won recently was the one they didn't compete in yeah. because of COVID. Did not have an outdoor season. Did not have an outdoor season. In 2020, and that was that was about it. That was it. So, uh, again, an incredible stretch right now. That is now 20 conference titles for head track and field coach Dr. Jim Patchell. So now he is all the – so now, uh, from a conference title perspective, he is the all-time winningest coach just in past, program history. Just past one of my dear friends, Jay Flanagan who had an outstanding career at Arkansas State. Pretty, pretty good. There's been some all-timers yeah. that have been the, the head of that program. You throw in yeah. Guy Cotchell in the mix Cotchell, as well. Jay Flanagan, Dr. Patchell. <laughs> That's, those are three guys that are better than a lot of yeah. schools' best guy. <laughs> Again, uh, we hope to touch base with some, some track folk tomorrow. Uh, both uh, Dr. Patchell and and hopefully some A-State standouts as well. Crossing our fingers on that for multiple reasons. One, we hope they're available. Two, we hope we can make it to the <laughs> studio. So <laughs> We hope we're available. Yeah, that is that is the game plan. But this is one of those days where everything coming up tomorrow might be a little bit tentative. Cross your fingers for us. Uh, elsewhere, 18th ranked Arkansas last night got a long-awaited win in Gainesville by topping Florida 82-74. to They had not won there since 95, but uh, a good showing, and J.D. Note led the Hogs with 22 points. 22 points on the 22nd. I think they also had, like, 22 bench points. They That's did, good. They did something else that had a 22 in it. It was kind of, it was kind of a neat stat, to be honest with you. Uh, let's turn our attention to today's KavanaughCars.com question. I just want you to weigh in on how you think Arkansas State men's basketball is going to fare down the stretch here. Can they pull off the sweep? In their final two remaining regular season games, again tonight against Coastal Carolina, Friday against Appalachian State. I wanted so bad to say Saturday. Friday against Appalachian <laughs> State. Can they go 2-0? and Are they going to split them or are they going to go over on the week? And that is, again, the KavanaughCars.com question. I'd Those are what, all the possibilities. Yeah, that's it. You got it's, There's two games left. I thought about going seeds, but it's anywhere from three to nine. So we're not going to have you make your guess at seeds. There's a lot of math that goes into that. I, I tried to figure out seeding and gave it up. You know, Getting back into the high school swing of things where 
your seating may change depending upon the district tournament, mm -hmm. which it did for the Brooklyn Bearcats. <laughs> hey, a quick note. I uh, do want to mention on those, those district tournaments, I know a lot of you, uh, obviously in this area, you're keeping up with, with Brooklyn. You're keeping up with Valley View, and you want to know what's going on at this regional tournament uh, that's going to be taking place over the next few days in Highland. Uh, heads up, the winter forecast has postponed the start of that tournament. So that was slated to get underway today. Today. And basically what they've done, if you have your postseason brackets, just move everything back one day. So today, Wednesday's games are now going to be played on Thursday. Thursday's games move to Friday, Friday to so on and so forth. So now the finals will be on Sunday as opposed to Saturday. So uh, that is the slate for now. Again, everything right now you cross your fingers on because it depends on what these roads look like as far as that happening tomorrow. But this is what we know right now. No <laughs> games in Highland today. They get moved to tomorrow. Okay? Okay. <laughs> this weather's been weird. <laughs> It should be illegal to have a tornado warning and a winter storm warning in a 36-hour yeah, span. What a, what a welcome back to Arkansas. The day I get back, there's a tornado warning, and now it's this. So, great to be back. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't like the weather in Arkansas, just wait five minutes, and you'll have something different. There you go. Maybe we can get an earthquake this week before it's all said and done. No, so okay. we can hit let's that not, Arkansas track let's, let's, not, let's not put that into the universe. That's probably... Yeah, probably a bad, bad choice there. All right, uh, I tell you what, uh, we've got so much to get into in regards to, to A-State. And again, we've only got about 35 more minutes to do it on today's show. So let's go ahead and take our first break. We're going to come back, dive into some hoops. Keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Cooler weather is here, but that doesn't mean it's time to put up the clubs. NEA Golf Cars has all the accessories for the golfer who knows there is no off-season. Go by NEA Golf Cars and see their selection of windshields, rain covers, and countless other manufacturer original parts. And if it's time to park your cart, bring it to NEA Golf Cars for service to make sure there are no surprises next spring and as always you can check out their selection of new golf cars including the onward series from club car call 236 golf or get by nea golf cars highway 49 in paragool quick lane in jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires brakes and alignments quick lane is the home of buy three get one free on tires and oil changes with tires starting as low as 59 dollars and the everyday low oil change price of 34.99 plus financing options are available at quick lane we also do brakes and alignments for all makes and models. Your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is Quicklane at the corner of Caraway and Highland next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-934-1907. Play it again, sports wants to pay you money. <laughs> Now that I have your attention. Play Against Sports in Jonesboro wants to buy your used sports equipment. You heard me right. If you have something that's either outgrown or no longer being used, bring it to Play Against Sports now. They're looking for youth and adult baseball and softball equipment, golf, weights and workout equipment, disc golf, you name it. Play Against Sports can turn it into cash for you. Go buy Play Against Sports at the corner of Highland and Caraway in Jonesboro. While looking for a local shop for our team's uniform design, Unique Inc. was the first stop. Whitney and her team hit it out of the park with the design process, picking out 
jerseys and that all-important team merch for the kids. If you haven't tried Unique Ink yet for any of your custom design needs, you need to today. You will be impressed with their service, skills, and efficiency. When they say, you imagine, we create, they mean it. Come see me. I'm Whitney with Unique Ink. You imagine, we create. Unique Ink at 1320 Red Wolf Boulevard or call 203-9885. Unique Ink. Need health insurance now? Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield's limited duration plans provide affordable coverage designed to cover you for the length of time you need it. You don't have to wait to shop for health insurance. You can apply for these policies at any time. Call Woody Harrelson at 870-897-5000 or come see Woody at 2512 Alexander Drive in Jonesboro today. Woody Harrelson is a soliciting agent for Arkansas Blue Cross, an independent licensee of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association. Plans available only to residents in Arkansas. Save up to $100 instantly at Placid Tire Service on eligible Bridgestone tires. Exclusively at Placid Tire Service, save $70 instantly when you buy four eligible Bridgestone tires. Increase your savings to $100 when you use your Placid Tire Service card. Offer valid February 1st through 28th, 2022. Cannot combine with other offers. Subject to credit approval. See store for complete details. The best service, biggest selection, and lowest prices. Your best deal on Bridgestone tires plus up to $100 in instant savings is at Placid Tire Service. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Very thankful for a short show today. We now have <laughs> sleet and freezing rain moving into Jonesboro. So uh, please, everyone, you know, exercise caution out there. And look, you... You know nobody can drive when it's seventy and sunny, so <laughs> this is not this is not the this day that, not, to give the, day, the other no. vehicles out there the benefit of the doubt. You know they can't drive. Just uh, please be safe. Please exercise caution. As uh, I, I don't know how quickly this stuff might build up on roads or whatever, but look, it's it's just not fun. We all know that. Please please be safe. Kara, Keith, Andrew, all with you here in studio. And uh, do know that uh, we've still got a basketball game to talk about coming up tonight. Heads up, though, the A-State campus is closing today at 1 o'clock. But uh, there's still going to be some hoops tonight at 7 o'clock. Arkansas State welcoming in Coastal Carolina. By the way, there's never any worries about opposing teams getting here if the bad stuff happens on the day of. Because the way teams travel, they show up the day before. They show up the day before. Yeah. So Coastal Carolina is probably like hanging out of the embassy right now. They're not they're not worried about being able to make it to First National Bank Arena. So we're going to have hoops tonight coming up at 7 o'clock again at, at First National Bank Arena. And, of course, as we all know, this is just – I mean, you got two games left. There's just every, – every game A-State has played has been big for at least two weeks. And, of course, the intensity just continues to ramp up as you get to this point in time of the season. You've got so many things that you're trying to play for right now. And even though A-State is currently sitting in the sixth seed, they are, you know, mathematically able to to move up to three, assuming things, everything fell into place and, and went their way. Uh, so you've still got a first-round buy on the line. Um, I don't think Coastal Carolina has been mathematically eliminated from a first-round buy, so they've got a lot to play for tonight as well. And then, of course, you just have the overall general perspective of, hey, you want to play well right now because this kind of is the... This is like the start of your conference tournament where every game is huge. You need to get some momentum going into it. So it's just a insane week for everybody. Frantic February before the madness. <laughs> Which is exactly what it is, especially in this Sunbelt Conference where, 
Uh, there's been so much that has just been wild throughout the course of the season that it's impossible to predict how this tournament is going to go once everybody gets to Pensacola. Again, our KavanaughCars.com question today asking you, how will A-State Hoops fare in its final two regular season games uh, tonight against Coastal, Friday against Appalachian State? I've caught myself both times. But anyways, uh, these are both winnable games, first and foremost, for Arkansas State. Uh, when you go back and you look at, at how these games shook out, when A-State played these games on the road, you know, it was, uh, they played App first and then Coastal Carolina, lost the App game one against Coastal. So I feel like if you can beat a team on the road, you can beat them in your own building. Uh, when you go back and you look at that game where these teams met uh, back three weeks ago at the HTC Center, you know, it was a game where, where it was kind of back and forth throughout, but the reason that Arkansas State won this game is they is because they closed out remarkably well, uh, finished the game on a thirteen two run, and you'll so, win a bunch of games yeah. that way. So that is what propelled them to victory. Uh, down the stretch, they hit all of their shots. There were four for the last four, and clamped down defensively and held Coastal Carolina to to just one of their last eight. You know that being said, you would like to see a state play a little bit better earlier, so you don't have to count on a late run to be able to get you some success. And when you look at, at where this team could could do a little bit better this time around is, you know, just uh, a little bit better defensively, particularly uh, on, on threes. And then A-State could do just a little bit better in, in terms of, of rebounding. Uh, this was one of the, this was a, a fairly well-played game in the sense that neither team was incredibly sloppy with it. You know, both teams had about 10 turnovers, which is not... That's not a lot. Not that much in the grand scheme of things. Especially not for A-State when that you know, when they've had bad games, it's usually been for one of two reasons. They turn it over a lot or the guards shoot poorly. And that wasn't the case in, in you know, obviously in, in this game at all since they came out with a win. But, you know, they, they shared the basketball well in the game. Uh, Could have rebounded just a little bit better. Got, got rebounded, out-rebounded there by Coastal. But... You know, there's not anything that you look at and they're like, oh, man, you know, they almost they almost lost it because they did this or, or whatever. It was a competitive game from both parties, and you just need to do that again and be able to replicate what you did last time. Of course, last time these teams matched up, uh, Omir had a double-double. It's usually a fairly consistent recipe for success. But you also had good games from your guards. Um, Caleb Fields finished in double figures. Marquis Seaton finished in double figures. You had Avery Feltz, who was a key contributor in that game, and he finished with 13 points off the bench and, and hit three threes. Usually if he's able to come in and get you two Couple or three of trays, off the bench, yeah. yeah, it usually bodes well for, for what's going on because uh, if you've got your bench guys that can come in and, and make some big shots, that's huge. There is one slight difference you know, this time around from what we saw last time. And it is the fact that, you know, this was a game that Arkansas State played without Marquise Davis because uh, he was a little bit hobbled at the time. So now you've got an, an even deeper bench now for A-State because Davis is healthy. Uh, so he's been worked into the, the starting lineup, and you've had Wesley come in off the bench. You also know now, even though we haven't seen him a ton, you know that you can count on a couple of minutes for Mario Fantina. We've seen him go out there and be able to shoot. So possibility that in this game, Mike Bellotto could be able to work more bodies into the equation and keep you just a little bit fresher for what's going to be a tough matchup Saturday as well. As this Friday. Thank you. 
I knew it was going to happen <laughs> sooner or later. A tough matchup Friday as well as they stay. When you live your life from Thursday to Saturday, it's hard to Gosh. realize the boys in Bristol have decreed <sighs> you're going to do Wednesday, Friday. And that's what this is all about. The entire yeah. league has gone to Wednesday, Friday to get one game, one game on the worldwide leader. Yeah, basically. Wednesday, Friday. <laughs> I'm not going to know what day it is. So I'm to think tomorrow's Friday because I will have gone to basketball. I, it, anyways, anyways, let's not go down down that road. Uh, again, one of the things for, for A-State to win, you know, if you can carry over some of that defensive effort that they showed against UTA last Saturday, that's going to get you pretty far. Um, if you can just otherwise play about the same as, as you played when this game was in Conway. Again, uh, a good chance for success tonight. I, I continue to, to reiterate this. And I know tonight's going to be possibly a tough night for people to get out and about with the weather the way that it is. But as we learned today with the football transfer portal, there is no such thing as a player who is safe from transferring. Um, I felt pretty confident in Andre Harris being on this team for Arkansas State football in fall of 2022 and being a team leader and being a fixture at left tackle and being the guy who would end up walking away from this program as the all-time leader in career games played. I felt like that was a safe bet based on what we saw from, from Harris on his social media, you know, going back to the beginning of the semester and back when a lot of guys were transferring and he said he was all in and, and this, that, and the other. And I say that because it seems like as of late, there's been whispers of Omir wanting to come back and play another year. Which, I mean, first off, okay! I mean, overjoyed, ecstatic, whatever. But things can change. And nothing right now is guaranteed. What is guaranteed is if you're an A-State fan, you have two more opportunities to see this guy in Jonesboro that we know of. You've got tonight and you've got Friday. So many things can change after that. And I'm not saying this to try and make you paranoid that, oh, if you don't see him this week, you're never going to see Omir again. But things change quickly in college athletics. And right now we know we have two more opportunities to see him play in person. And I continue to, to be firm in my, my thoughts that you need to go see this guy. Because sometime, next year, two years from now, five years from now, ten years from now, everybody in Jonesboro, is going to say they watched him play live. Make sure you don't have to lie about it. <laughs> Today and Friday, those are your opportunities. Um, you know, we've been talking about Omir's potential opportunities after this. And again, I, I, I'm not an NBA scout. I've never had a conversation with an NBA scout. So when these professional scouts and you know, franchise evaluators are, are coming in and looking at him. I don't know what they're saying. I don't know what they're looking at in terms of what his potential trajectory could look like, you know, how much more growth he needs before he's even possibly <clears throat> a G League player, what he needs to work on if they feel like he would best be served by playing another year in college or if he needs to go ahead and get in a developmental league. I don't know. I don't know how those conversations are going. But as we've mentioned before, it doesn't take 30 NBA teams to tell Omir that he is a professional player. Only takes one. That's it. In addition to that, and I'll be honest with you, this makes me nervous, but 
we've talked about, you know, the, the difference in international players and, you know, American board players and their NIL opportunities. If you're an international player, you're here on, on a certain type of visa. International students are here on a particular type of visa. And you cannot be employed with that particular type of visa. So you don't have revenue opportunities with that visa. So since name, image, and likeness has came out, international students have not been able to benefit from that in the way other students have. So the concerns about, you know, a big program, a blue blood program coming in and throwing money at Omir and getting to transfer over and getting a name image likeness sponsor, that's non-existent until about two days ago. I think I know where you're going. There's, and, and this is not, this is not something that is happening everywhere, but. It's uh, happened once. And once can be I, enough. That I know of. Uh, if you've been watching, you know, much college hoops this year, at some point in time, you've seen some, some highlights of Oscar Shibway. He is the best rebounder in the country. One of the better players in the country. Plays for Kentucky. Uh, he is from the Democratic Republic of the Congo. So he is here as an international student. And about two days ago, he tweeted out some huge news. Put out a tweet that said something along the lines of, I am open for business. And it gave the contact information for his agency and how to get in touch with him for name, image, and likeness sponsors. So basically, Shibwe and his agents and lawyers from Kentucky and who knows wherever, there's been numerous resources pulled together to find a way uh, to have this guy be able to navigate some federal immigration laws so that now he can earn NIL money. I don't know if anybody else in the country is doing this right now or has been making progress on doing this right now for their student-athletes other than Kentucky. But this is now a possibility. And three days ago, it was not. So that is a continuing developing story when it comes to any type of international student athlete. Now, Kentucky is not going to be out there sharing their tips and tricks on how they got this opportunity for Shibway. Right now, they're going to use this as a considerable advantage in terms of being able to recruit international student athletes and get them paid, whereas nobody else can. But that barrier between international athletes and NIL dollars, yeah, that's that's came down a little bit over the past week. So it's another story there. So that's why I continue to, to maintain. Go see Omir. We do not know what tomorrow will bring. You've got two more you chances two more to chances. see him this year. Two more. And he's so much fun to watch. He is. 7 o'clock, again, is when this one tips off. 6.30, your pregame time on 107.9 KFI. And again, uh, this is a winnable game. It has been a month, by the way, since Arkansas State has won back-to-back games. Did not realize that until I was going through and, and looking around. But uh, you need to get some momentum here, obviously, as this team heads uh, to the close of the regular season and gets ready for a trip to Pensacola. Kind of looking around uh, the other uh, scores in the league. You know, Arkansas State needs some help. They need Troy and, and Georgia State and South Alabama to have some setbacks this week. Uh, the This is a week where uh, the Alabama schools host the Texas schools and where the Georgia schools host the Louisiana schools. 
So Georgia State's on a roll right now. I don't, I don't know how many issues they're going to have with ULM and, and the Raging Cajuns. That might be tough to overcome. Troy's going to have some challenges, but they're going to be at Troy hosting UTA and Texas State. So A-State is, is really, you got to have some hope here if we're on paper. It doesn't look like there's a lot of hope to be had. But then again, on paper, there was no way in Hades that Little Rock was going to beat Troy at Troy back on February 12th, and it happened. And they did. So again, this league, man, good luck. Good luck figuring Trying it out. Trying to figure this league out is not possible. Not even close. Not even close to possible at all. Uh, <laughs> really quick additional news from the Sunbelt, and we won't have time to discuss this today, but it's a, a story if you're a Sunbelt fan that you should, you should just look up and, and read some headlines, and we'll follow up more on it tomorrow. But Marshall has sued Conference USA in their latest attempt to exit the conference uh, by July 1st. We've talked about what next year is going to look like, gotten your predictions for what this league is going to look like next year, but uh, that legal battle is is going to happen. You wonder if, if Old Dominion, if Southern Miss, if they're about to file some lawsuits as well, or how that's all going to shake out. But again, Marshall has sued Conference USA, and uh, if you can want to read on that, there's several sources you can, and, and we'll follow up on it more tomorrow when we have more time. In the meantime, though, we still got more football news. We've got a baseball game to preview today. We got a lot. We got to take a break, though. We'll do that. We'll come back for more here on the Workday Red Zone right after this. Northeast Arkansas's sports station is 95.3 The Ticket. Linux Industries, 125 years strong in the HVAC industry, is hiring salaried professionals in our Stuttgart commercial manufacturing facility. Linux's customer demand is at an all-time high. And to meet that demand, we have several salaried positions open. We currently have multiple openings for engineers, production supervisors, quality engineers, quality management, and purchasing positions. Linux offers the best overall benefits package in the industry and has been operating in Stuttgart since 1974. If you are ready to grow your career with an industry leader in HVAC and join the premier employer in Southeast Arkansas, then visit linuxinternational.com slash careers. That's linuxinternational.com slash careers. Or text MYCOOLJOBS to 97211. Text MYCOOLJOBS to 97211. Linux Industries is an equal opportunity employer. Farmers, before you book your new crop corn and milo call pico foods pico foods is buying both new crop and stored corn and milo right now at competitive prices the eighth largest poultry producer in the u.s and a fourth generation family-owned business pico foods believes in supporting local producers so they buy corn and milo from farmers year-round and at always competitive prices call today in arkansas missouri david durham or james chester 870-202-7101 in alabama and mississippi contact craig bird or john taylor hickman at 601-670-9383 2022 is here, and the more some things change, the more one thing stays the same. It's always worth the drive to Mr. T's. At Mr. T's, they offer the coldest beer at the lowest prices. And that's not just some slogan. Go buy Mr. T's, and you're going to save serious money on their selection of more than 200 beers from around the world. The biggest selection and the best prices. No wonder they say it's worth the drive to Mr. T's. Just across the St. Francis River in Cardwell or Mr. T's Express in Red Onion, Missouri. The other day, I walked through the showroom and a lady stopped me and asked if I was Glenn. And I said, no, I'm Danny. I said, are you talking about Glenn Sane? She said, yes. I said, no, Mr. Sane was my late father-in-law. He passed away in 1987. Then she asked me, who does the TV ads? I said, well, that'll be me. And she said, well, don't take this wrong, but you look older in person than you do on television. Well, I visited with her for a while to see how sharp she was. And she's pretty sharp. Glenn Sane and God bless our troops. 
Farmers and Merchants Bank's new MVP Center is now open on Parker Road at Southwest Drive. That's our live tellers on screen to help you do almost everything you can do at a regular teller line. It's super easy, and the best part is we're open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday and Saturdays 9 till noon. Great new location, even better hours. Now at Farmers and Merchants Bank on Parker Road at Southwest Drive. Member FDIC. Rice down, most other prices up. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. March corn at 677 and a half, up two and three quarters, with May corn at 674 and three quarters, up two and a quarter. March soybeans at 1665 and three quarters, up 30 and three quarters, with May soybeans at 1662 and a half, up 27 and a half. March wheat at 873 and a quarter, up 29. May wheat at 882 and a quarter, up 29 and three quarters. March cotton at 122.10, up 99, with May cotton at 127.75, up 46. March rice at 1507, down five cents. May rice at 1535, down five and a half. Moving on to livestock now, February live cattle at 143.75 unchanged, with April live cattle at 145.85 down 17.5. March feeder cattle at 163.90 down 32.5, with April feeder cattle at 169.50 up 37.5. April lane hogs at 108.10 down 397.5, with May hogs at 112.47.5 down 317.5. That's your EAB Noon Market Report, and I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day. Meet Farm Op Capital, the lender who believes in your potential. Saying yes more often than they say no, Farm Op Capital offers unique terms based on your proven ability to produce instead of how much land you own. Whether you're a farmer who rents, a farmer who's looking to expand, or a farm in transition, they can help you explore all the possibilities for the future of your business. Get started at farmopcapital.com today. Hear that? That's music to your ears if you're a rice farmer. That's the beautiful sound of rice pouring into a bin. Even before the rice is planted, competition from weeds limits yield potential. Luckily, Sharpen, Facidel, and Prowl H2O herbicides give me the protection I need from weeds, regardless of variety or trait. I know that no matter what rice seed I choose, Sharpen, Facidel, and Prowl H2O are ready to protect every acre. I said they're ready to protect every acre. Always read and follow label directions. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to a very abbreviated Workday Red Zone. Kara, Keith, Andrew all hanging out. We've still got like 14 things to talk about, and we don't even have 14 minutes to get to them. So <laughs> it's not it's not happening today as we try and get through uh, A-State track and football and baseball news uh, before we call it a wrap. Uh, I tell you what, we're, we're going to be really light on the baseball preview because as soon as we get done here, you'll have actual legitimate pregame coverage coming up for Arkansas State Baseball at Number three, Ole Miss. So uh, we'll let Will Oswalt handle that. By the way, happy birthday, Will. Uh, looking forward to hearing him on the call coming up. But, uh, look, we know Arkansas State's looking to bounce back from an, from an Ofer start. And we know Ole Miss is going to be a challenge. But I just want this to be a game where Arkansas State does not beat itself. Ole Miss is plenty good enough to do that any, for you. You know, stop it with the free passes, with the walks, with the hit batters, with the errors. This just needs to be a crisp a crisply played game for the Red Wolves today. And if, if you do that and, and cut down on some of the free passes, uh, better things can happen than what we saw over the weekend um, at Sanford. So, again, 1245, your pregame, 1 o'clock is when first pitch 
is set for uh, immediately following us here on the ticket. Uh, elsewhere, of course, again, uh, track and field coming home with a couple of titles from yesterday in Birmingham. And, friends, it was not close. It was it was a butt kicking. Um, when you When there's like, so the way that the day goes, you got like, five events on day one and then you've got 12 more that are decided on on day two well a-state led both the men and the women after day one but you've still got so many things that can happen on day two you're certainly not trying to count any chickens before they hatch or whatever phrase you want to use there but if you're at the point where there's still about three events left and you're doing the math and you know you're going to win that that's a butt kicking and that's what happened yesterday for both the a-state men and the A-State women. The the men won, which there are fewer men's teams, so the point totals will always be higher. But the men won by 45 points, which is a huge, huge margin. And the women won by 34 points, which is also a very, very big That's margin. That's a big margin. For the, for the women. So it just is another example of just how incredible, all of the incredible things that, that this program is doing. Um, they still have outdoor. They're going to be able to win some titles there. They still have... You know, you look ahead to, to cross country next year, they're going to be good there again. Um, but but one thing, again, not to not celebrate this year, but of the 127 points put up by the women, 116 were scored by student athletes who will be returning next year. <laughs> so, so I'm not calling it a win for the 2023 indoor season for a state yet but i mean they're gonna be salty they're gonna be uh, salty again. uh the men did have a lot of their points put up by seniors but they had some incredible freshman performances as well and i know one guy that, that i want to mention that I, that i kept my eye on uh just because he's a du- dual sport athlete and we just those are so rare this day and age but omari walker uh, redshirted this year for A-State football. He did get on the field some, but he played, I think, fewer than four games, so he's he's able to keep his, his redshirt there. But a wide receiver and also a sprinter. And look, there is there is a significant difference. It's hard for us to understand as mere mortals because we don't run anyways, but there is a significant difference between football speed and track speed. And Omari Walker has both. And if you ask me right now, if, if there was a foot race right now between – Omari Walker in any Sunbelt football player. You give me Walker of the field, I might take Walker. <laughs> but he finished third in, in the 60-meter sprint. Again, true freshman, his first big indoor championship race. They didn't even know if he was going to be able to uh, do well enough to make it to the final. He did finish third, got six points for the team. So I thought that was pretty cool because that, I mean, look, that, that is blazing fast. Yes. Blazing fast. I mean, remember DK Metcalf, of course, with, with Seattle, uh, raced in that 100-meter uh, event back, uh, gosh, this was like a year ago, and he got smoked. Omari Walker's not getting smoked. Fast, fast, fast is uh, is what he's got. Track speed is just a different level. Again, uh, we'll continue recapping this with you tomorrow as fingers crossed We'll be able to touch base with uh, maybe a couple A-State track and field folks as part of our A-State Spotlight brought to you by our friends at Calmer Solutions. We take care of technology so you can take care of business. Again, though, abbreviated show today, so didn't have a lot of time to to get into it. The other big news today for Arkansas State, and we've referenced this a couple times, but uh, it is a fact that, that right now Arkansas State has a pretty big vacancy on their offensive line as left tackle Andre Harris has entered the transfer portal. And 
this is just personally this is what i'm struggling with because throughout the years <clears throat> there's some players you talk to more than others and there's some players that are that are better talkers than others so you have more opportunities to get to know them a little bit as as a football player and as you know a, a young man or young woman and uh audra harris was a big favorite of mine big favorite of mine uh big personality and uh a big game to go with it and this was already a, a position of concern for Arkansas State. We saw that not being the Red Wolves' best group last year, to put it mildly. And one of the reasons for that is because there was a lot of shuffling prior to the season about how that offensive line would look. And that is a, a big departure. Uh, Adam asked a great question on social media. Uh, saying earlier, do you think with the new name image likeness deals that players may go to the portal just to see if any boosters from their current program will come out th- come at them with a sweet money or sponsorship deal to try and keep them? Business owners in Jonesboro, we're talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my answer to that, though, is, is this is a, a situation we'll just have to wait and see develop. I don't recall right now seeing any players who've hit the portal being lured back to their original school with the name, image, and likeness deal. But I haven't really been keeping up with the That's not something that I pay attention to. Yeah, the hundreds of of student-athletes in the portal, so I I could have overlooked that. Uh, But uh, but that's a good question. And the numerous athletes that have name, image, and likeness deals. Even the ones that had those prior to enrolling in college. You, You see that now. So, uh, yeah, again, if 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 uh, he's gone, look, he's going to get opportunities. He's a great player, spent most of the year being the highest uh, evaluated player on Arkansas State's entire offense, according to Pro Football Focus. But um, it, if he's gone, that's, that's huge. Uh, Arkansas State was probably still looking to add uh, another offensive lineman via the portal anyways, but now you're going to have to have one or two huge pickups there uh, to help bolster bolster the team do we have is there another break is there another intro we're going to need to take are we talking right until 12 45 believe we're talking until 12 45 okay all right from cool. what i can tell just wanted to know if we needed to pace ourselves or not if i needed to quit rambling <laughs> and if you needed to hit any buttons uh because again uh, no i think we're good a little bit of a just a little bit it's okay. a little bit of an audible for everyone yeah. a little bit of a different show schedule today uh, and talking about Arkansas State football news, there is some good news for A-State alums, though. Uh, I'll be honest with you, I haven't kept up a ton with what is going on with the USFL, so some of you are going to have a lot more knowledge about this league than I do. But I will tell you that once it gets up and rolling, there's going to be some opportunities to see some Red Bulls. And I've seen three A-State alums taken in the USFL draft so far. Uh, the first one that I saw announced was, uh, was Chris Odom, who is going to be going to Houston, Jay Adams is going to be going to New Orleans. And uh, let me double check here. Cody Brown was picked up as well, and I'll have to double check on the team. But nothing wrong with a few more opportunities for some for some football guys. Always pretty fun stuff there. I'm scrolling. I'm trying yeah, to they, find this news. Cody yeah. Brown goes to Philly. Philadelphia Stars. I think they're using the same names. It is the Philadelphia Stars. You have the Houston Gamblers, Philadelphia Stars, and the New Orleans... Breakers, I think. Cool. 
That was the original New Orleans team was the Breakers. The USFL is going to be playing soon. In fact, uh, that schedule is going to kick off Saturday, April the 16th. So you'll be able to keep tabs on that by uh, by watching in by tuning in on NBC and Fox. So there will be some nationally televised games in the USFL. The season's going to extend through mid June. So maybe we'll be able to see some of these guys on our TV screens. Michigan Panthers, New Jersey Generals, Philly Stars, Pittsburgh Maulers, Birmingham Stallions, Houston Gamblers, New Orleans Breakers, and the Tampa Bay Bandits. There's some good coaching talent in that league, by the way. I think Odin, Odom, uh, I think Kevin Sumlin yeah. might be who Kevin is, is, who is coaching his coach. team. So uh, some fun stuff to follow there with some Arkansas State alum. Again, so many things today we just did not have time to get <laughs> to. But uh, fingers crossed, weather permitting, we are going to be back with you tomorrow. But uh, appreciate Keith joining us today. Thank you to Andrew for filling in. And I'm just, like, killing time until this clock hits immediately 1245 and and he can hit play here on (laughs) Arkansas State Baseball. Uh, But keep it here again. A-State Baseball at Ole Miss is next. Make sure you have it on the ticket here tomorrow morning for the front row with Budrow at 7 a.m. RWRC Radio with JC comes your way at 10. And then the Workday Red Zone will be back at noon. So for Keith, for Andrew, I'm Kara. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Have a great afternoon. Enjoy your A-State Baseball. A-State Baseball is on the air. Today's game on the EAB Red Wolves Sports Network from Learfield. Presented by Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield. Is brought to you by Centennial Bank. Building legacies one Red Wolf at a time. Arkansas State University. Your hometown university. Bud Light. It's for the fans. Farm Bureau Insurance. You deserve more. You deserve a promise. Halsey Thrasher Harpole. Official real estate partner of A-State Athletics. Malco Theaters. Enroll for Malco Marquee Rewards at Malco.com.